0: Hi guys, and welcome back to Note to Self with Peyton Sarton. That is me. I'm Peyton Sarton. You know, I took a little bit of a hiatus last week. I didn't put out a YouTube video or a podcast episode. I just gave myself a little bit of a break. I love being able to do that. I love working for myself and I love doing that, but I'm happy to be back this week. And Honestly, it's been kind of difficult for me to like figure out guests to book on this podcast. One thing I really, really love about Note to Self so far is that I really haven't made it my job yet. I haven't taken on any sponsors. I really haven't been too hard on myself with it. And I've just let myself kind of figure out like how to podcast, what works for me. I just kind of jumped into it with both feet, obviously. And I'm really happy for those of you who have chosen to listen and to stick around and to be on this journey with me. But uh, I, I just kind of like keeping it that way right now. I think I've had some opportunities for sponsorships and things like that. And it was like, you know what, it's too serious right now. I have so many other parts of my job on social media that are like more serious and I'm constantly working on them and I'm constantly being asked to do things and constantly trying to meet deliverables and all these things, which is, it's a wonderful job in comparison to a lot of other jobs, but it makes me have to be on all the time. And I have very difficult, like a very difficult time drawing boundaries for work and for the podcast, it just feels like fun because I haven't really taken that work role yet. Um, So thank you guys so much for being along on this experience. And I'm really happy to have more of a leisurely time doing this. And like I said, take off when I'm not feeling my best. Um, and also it's been nice to be more leisurely about booking guests. I can kind of just have people on that I really like instead of trying to fill episodes. I also really like my solo episodes. I mean, I could sit here and talk and answer your questions all day. I might try to incorporate more like Q&A episodes, kind of how I do on my Instagram stories. If you guys follow me there, just like solo episodes that are more q and I also have, you know, the ones that are more on topic and, and about like a certain niche topic, I guess, but loving those too. So let me get know what you guys like the most moving forward. If you guys want to leave a review and a rating, that'd be great. But in the review, if you want to say a specific episode that you like, or a type of episode that you like, or something you want me to talk about, that's wonderful. I read the reviews. I just fucking love those. They're so cute. I'm so happy that anyone goes out of their way to do that. For me, it really helps the podcast and. In the future, it's going to help with my numbers and just like you know things like that. Maybe signing with a studio. Who knows? Who knows what's to come. But this week's episode, we are talking to Carissa Stanton, otherwise known as Brock Your Body on Instagram and on TikTok. She does a lot of like healthy food inspo, like a lot of recipes, things like that. I don't really. I say that with like a question mark because I don't want to say it's just not like the healthiest food ever because. That's not something that I really like to eat, honestly. So I like her stuff because it's like a healthified version, not a word, but whatever, of things that I already like. And it's just a very realistic way of cooking. So I want to bring her on the podcast just to talk to you all about that, how she got started. And then we talk a lot about personal life and you know, boy stuff and all of that. And I like, you know, we'd like to sprinkle that in every now and then. And y'all had some questions regarding that for her. So we talked about that a lot, but let's do a little life update before we move into the episode, shall we? So Joe came in town this last weekend, you guys will see that on a vlog coming out on Sunday. Hopefully, fingers crossed the sponsor approves it by then, but hopefully it's Sunday, if not like Monday or Tuesday. We did a whole weekend here in Los Angeles. He hasn't been to L.A. since January of this year, just because of his baseball season, like starts in February, and then he's pretty much out for, you know, eight months. So I was so excited to have him in town. He hung out with all my friends. Some of his friends were in town too. So we did all the LA things, very like the annoying LA things. Okay. I talk about it later in this episode, but I live downtown now. And so I'm a little bit further removed from like West Hollywood and stuff. So it's always kind of fun to go and dabble in that every so often. Uh, So we did a little bit of that. We went to Palm Springs for a day. He wanted to go visit his grandma in Palm Springs. So we did that. It was just nice to have him around here in Los Angeles Otherwise, I got news today that some new colorways and the full disclosure shorts are going to be ready by the end of the week, probably so cannot wait to share you share that with you guys. And I love these colors for fall. I'm obsessed. I live in these shorts and I know like the colder months are coming and I'm working on a sweatsuit for you guys. But right now we've just got the shorts and another surprise item. Hopefully that's done soon too. So keep an eye out for that. I'm not going to try to drop them as collections. I'm just going to drop them as the items come out on at where full disclosure on Instagram. I, like I said, I live in these, all my friends who have gifted these to anyone who's bought them has DM'd me to be like, I literally live in these shorts. So extra comfortable. Everything is 100% recycled. So like, you know, my factory literally goes into other factories and takes cotton waste that would otherwise go to a landfill and completely recycles that cotton to make these new products. So I'm not taking anything from the earth by doing so. Everything we do is sustainable, even the printing and the dyeing, everything like that. Everyone who works in the factory makes a living wage, like above minimum wage to work there, which I just think is really, really important being ethical in fashion. Just like the more I learn about it, the more I want to be. So that's also where the price point comes from. Um, lots of companies say that they're eco-friendly and yeah, they're, some of their processes are eco-friendly or they use organically grown cotton, things like that, that are great. They're better than, you know, the latter or the former, like using, you know, non-ethical labor or using like shit fabric, obviously, and creating a lot of waste. But again, this product is so special to me because it literally takes fabric out of landfills, essentially. And- Makes it repurposed, and that's just really important to me. So, those are coming out soon. That's another life update. Otherwise, I am going to spend Halloween weekend in Dallas with some of my friends. Joe's gonna be there also. I don't really know what we're gonna be yet. That'll be a last minute call literally no idea what I'm going to be for Halloween. And it's in like five seconds, but it'll be so fun come along on the Dallas adventures. We're going to stay at the Thompson hotel, I believe. So I've never stayed there. I'm pretty excited about it. Uh, And if you guys have any recommendations for Dallas, send them my way. And one more thing. I can't tell y'all about my huge announcement that's coming quite yet, but not this Sunday coming up here. But next Sunday, I have a huge announcement, life-changing, life-altering announcement um, that's going to come up on a in a YouTube video. And I have so much to share with y'all. It's something I've been kind of keeping to myself lately. And I can't wait to share it with you guys because I feel like y'all have been on this journey. Many of you who are listening, hopefully, have been around since the beginning, like five and a half years ago <laughs> when I started my blog. So... I'm just really pumped to share it with you guys. So just keep in touch. All right. Just keep in touch. I'll probably do a full podcast episode about it as well shortly after, but that's all I can say right now. I know that's usually pretty annoying, but I like, I'm just so excited to tell y'all that I have to like say it this way first, just because I'm so excited and I can't not say something, but I can't tell you the full thing. So I just have to say something, right. I'm just so pumped. (laughs) Anywho. Let's go ahead and get into this episode because that's all the life update I have for you guys. And yeah, let's talk with Carissa. Okay. Hi, everyone. I'm sitting here with Carissa Stanton, AKA Brock Your Body. Some of y'all might know her on Instagram and TikTok, right? Most people probably don't
1: know me from TikTok. I have like 48,000 followers. But if you want to follow me on on TikTok. I'm on there, yeah. Yeah.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I think it's just the easiest way to get like quick information. I'm loving TikTok. Oh, I'm obsessed with TikTok. Yeah. We were just talking about how, about, how TikTok will basically like build you up really fast and then just like shit on you. Yeah. So hard. So I'm a little bit scared. I like to stay in like the... Middle tier TikTok influencer, maybe? Exactly. And never I mean get I would famous. I would take it. I would take TikTok fame for sure. I'd be down, I'd be down to be wrecked. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> I feel like I could. For a price. That. Yeah, for a price. Yeah. So I actually got connected with Carissa via TikTok. And I've had some of my friends I've heard talk about you and they have referred to you as Brock Your Body. Yes. But it never it never even occurred to me like that that was a person. Like someone would be like, yeah, I saw the Brock Your Body right. recipe. And I'm like, just, just I don't I don't know why I wasn't thinking about it too much but it clicked yeah. with me when I saw you on TikTok and I was like wow it's a thing yes so that's I would say her Instagram's my favorite but we got connected via TikTok and then we have mutual friend Katie yes who I've been on her podcast before yeah she has yet to be on mine really she's so busy she really I honestly is. like I've I've Katie been wanting Austin. to ask her yeah Katie Austin I've been wanting to ask her for a while and then like Every time I think about asking her, I see she's like somewhere else doing something, and I'm like, "Fuck, I'm gonna wait till she's home." And then like, it's a whole thing.
1: Yeah, I will say the most amazing thing about her is like, she will absolutely make time and do it. Yeah, she that's is true. Like
0: How does best. she do it all? I don't know. She does it all, and she just like <laughs> became a Sports Illustrated swimsuit rookie on the top of it. I'm like, no. she deserves, she deserves it. <laughs> <For> <laughs> she sure. deserves it all. Yeah. She um, really so we does. got connected that way, but I reached out to her because I really wanted to talk to her about a lot of things, career social media, personal life. I asked you guys to ask me questions for Carissa and you guys had some pretty good questions ranging on a lot of topics. So we're going to try to cover that today, but I don't know much about her backstory. And I, we just had lunch before this and now we're sitting in her beautiful apartment (laughs) overlooking the palm trees and the hills and things. I wanted her to wait to tell me her full backstory because like, I wanted to hear it when y'all heard it. Because I I'm a newish follower. So we need to know the vibes. We need to know what's going on. So tell us absolutely
1: tell you. How you got
0: started. Okay. And like, yeah, what led you to this point?
1: Okay, so I started my blog in 2017. Mm -hmm. And so I've been doing it for like four years now. When I started it, I had just quit my restaurant job. I was working a nine to five and then from 5.30 to like 11, I would work at a restaurant.
0: What restaurant <laughs> was it? As a server.
1: It was called Rendezvous. It's in Del okay. Mar. It was a Chinese restaurant. Mm-hmm. So I smelled like kung fu chicken <laughs> for like a really long time. <laughs> yeah. And I worked there in college. And we talked about this in the yeah, Capricorn. yeah. We have very strong work ethics. Mm-hmm. And I love money. I'm very money-driven. So Same. I was like my first job right out of college, I was getting paid $18 an hour. So yeah. it did not equate to much mm-hmm. and I needed to like feel my shopping habit. So I had that serving job. So I was working insane hours mm-hmm. and finally I was like, okay, I need to quit this serving job. I'm going to lose my mind. And then I started having free time okay. and my ex, who's my mm-hmm. ex-fiance, we can get into that a yeah. little bit later, <laughs> but fine. he's great. He actually really encouraged me to start my blog. He's like, okay. I was cooking all the time my girlfriends, I would make recipes for them Mm -hmm. and they would be like, what's this recipe? And I would type it out. And then another one would ask me like a week later, like, what was that recipe you made? And I would have to type it out and send it. And I'm like, okay, let's start an Instagram. Let's put all the recipes in one place. And maybe one day a brand will send me food for free. I'll Mm -hmm. get a cool PR package and like save some money on groceries. So that was the goal. Yeah. I like really didn't think it was going to blow up Mm -hmm. like it did.
0: It's so innocent. Like when I started, my first goal was to get an internship in fashion PR. That's why I started a blog at all.
1: And I feel like that's like such a good way to like Mm -hmm. get started. I feel like so many people now are like, how do I become an influencer and like, you know, get to go to these events and things like that, which are not. Even fun, by the way.
0: If <laughs> I have to go to one more event, I'm literally. I know I'm, I'm gonna like, die. They're, they're not immediately. Fun. So
1: anyway, that's that's why I started it. Is because I thought maybe someone would like. I wanted like Vital Proteins or sketchy yeah, Foods yeah. to send me like a cool PR package mm-hmm. one day. That was my main goal, and I was like, if I hit ten thousand followers, that would be really cool. Yeah, that'd be sick. Like that's when I thought I would like throw yeah. in the towel. <laughs> so. <gasps> started my started my doing my blog posting mm-hmm. my recipes and just like gradually gained a following mm-hmm. my sister was on the bachelor mm-hmm. and Amanda Stanton and she has a really big following so yeah. she de- definitely helped me get started she was always like posting my recipes telling people yeah. to follow which was really nice like I definitely think that helped me for sure you know I'm not gonna give her all the credit yeah, I definitely yeah. worked really the hard in it
0: I, what I've noticed lately especially if people who are bigger repost you like it's one thing to be reposted because it's nice to have more eyes, but your content has to be good because people just like follow you for no reason. You know what I mean? A hundred percent. And when
1: I remember when I was first starting out, my sister would post me and I'd get all these followers and then I would post like my photos were so bad in the <laughs> beginning. And I remember I get so many unfollows, and I'm like, what well, the fuck. That?
0: Yeah. God damn it. I was like, what am I doing wrong?
1: <laughs> um, so yeah, that definitely okay. happened a lot since then. I mean, I, it's kind of just really, at first it was all food all recipes. Um, When I go out to restaurants, I post and stuff too. Mm -hmm. Um, I used to live in San Diego and then now I'm in LA. So I post whenever I travel like kind of restaurant guides and things like that, which are pretty popular. Mm -hmm. But I feel like I've kind of transitioned my brand into also a lifestyle brand. Uh So I went through a breakup with my Mm ex-fiance. I was very open about that. It was a public breakup because he was obviously on my Instagram all the time. time. So we can touch on that later, but went through a breakup and, um, moved to LA and Mm -hmm. just had this kind of like major life change and really, and this was in 2019, right? So 2019. Yeah. And honestly, like really thrived through Mm -hmm. it. And I think it showed, and I think that Helped a lot of people, whether they are going through a breakup or whether they mm-hmm. were in an unhappy relationship. So my content, I didn't realize this was going to happen, yeah. but like it, it kind of shifted, shifted. more towards lifestyle. And then um, I have a book club. I don't know if you knew that. No, so I don't know that. We just read like a book a month together, okay. and it's just really fun. So yeah, my brand now is still food. I still post recipes all the time, mm-hmm. but um, a lot of lifestyle and kind of just, just like life stuff, a little bit of everything. Yeah. yeah I talk a lot about um, mental health. Mm-hmm. I went through a lot with anxiety. So I yeah, talk yeah. about that a lot. I take Lexapro. I'm very open about it. Mm-hmm. And I like try and help as many people as possible. Yeah, I yeah. stigma around medication. So um, that's a good
0: topic. Cause that's something I talk about a lot too. Yeah. A um, lot. So we love that. I feel like most people started a niche. Like if you started for fun, right. And you have a niche that you love food the more you get followers, the more you just like go through your life and the more you share, they're more interested in your life anyways. Yeah. For sure. I will say like food accounts are my favorite to follow. And like over time, like, you know how you have your like favorite things of like the year or every couple of months, you like figure out what you like and it's different. So like yeah. I'll follow like 20 food accounts at once and then like end up unfollowing like Yeah, 18 of them for sure but i was just like on a high about food but that one's like that's the most consistent topic that i have is food and travel Mm -hmm. but i love to like consume the most so i love if you don't know her instagram i love how quick and easy it is to save on instagram like just the recipes and stuff so let's talk about that the recipes that you have what you started sharing what you started like your niche was it just was it healthy food or like realistic healthy food? Yeah. I think in the beginning I was trying to be like
1: super healthy. Yeah. And that wasn't really realistic. And it was more like when I started literally showing like the really easy quick meals that I yeah. was making because I was still working a nine to five job. And a lot of the bloggers that I was following at the time were full-time bloggers. So they would mm-hmm. be posting these recipes that took a really long time. I was also broke. I was making yeah. $18 an hour. <laughs> so I had no money. So um I wanted to make recipes that had ingredients that you could get at like Ralph's. You didn't have to go to Whole Foods because I remember one time I made some bloggers like protein balls and I spent like- So much money. Half my paycheck at Whole Foods. And then they turned out and they were like shit. Mm -hmm. And I was so pissed. And so I wanted to just do like quick, easy meals that you could make after work. I'm like the laziest food blogger alive. I don't want my meals to take longer than like 30 minutes yeah. or like have a lot of dishes or prep time. I appreciate that Um much. Yeah. So I think that they're just like realistic recipes mm-hmm. and I try and keep them pretty healthy for the most part. I don't cook with like, butter or heavy cream or vegetable oil or
0: anything like yeah. that.
1: Just like really simple, healthy swaps. Mm-hmm. But I still like you wouldn't catch me dad eating cauliflower rice or yeah, no. like any of that kind of
0: stuff. <laughs> we had a conversation about how I hate vegetables. So it was one of my <laughs> questions for her, we'll get to later. Yeah. I can't I think I so I grew up on Wendy's. Love I grew Wendy's. up in like the panhandle of Florida first and then in Texas. Okay. And I was a gymnast. So I was in, in the gym literally at ten years old every single night until Nine, oh so we'd drive by Wendy's and like literally, I would have Wendy's every single night or like a quarter pound of a cheese. So like, That's I didn't amazing. get a vegetable until I yeah. was in college, and I'd make myself like zucchini pizzas, and I was like, "This is my vegetable." Yeah, but now I'm 27 years old. I need mm-hmm. to eat vegetables. Yeah. So we'll we'll discuss that. Wait, we'll <laughs> definitely discuss bit. it because
1: I have I have thoughts on okay. on that. Okay. So, okay. but. Yeah. So my recipes, I do a lot of Trader Joe's stuff too. Yeah. Obsessed with Trader Joe's. People love that. I think it's great. Affordable. Yeah. And mm-hmm. they just have like really fun products. Yeah. So I think if you come to my page, I write all my recipes in my caption. I also yeah. have a blog um, with all my recipes on there too. But something I noticed too is like, you know, hedge my blog for the recipe mm-hmm. and I just would never go to anyone's website. Same. So I like made a promise when I started my blog yeah. that I was going to put all of my recipes in the mm-hmm. caption. So I think that's something that's different and really yeah, nice. That's what I like about your recipes. Yeah. That's so what you it makes it, it easy
0: to save and just like we like simple. You know exactly. what I mean? Like the people I had to remember that in my own stuff. Like people don't want to be sent a million different places. Like I'm like yeah. just fucking put the content on Instagram. Exactly. Put it on TikTok, I guess sometimes. Yeah. Are you liking TikTok? Oh, obsessed with TikTok. Really?
1: But I'm a consumer. Yeah, same. And the thing about TikTok is I'll post a recipe video on TikTok and it'll be so beautiful and I love it and I think it's so nice and it'll get like 100 views yeah. and then I'll post me doing like a stupid voiceover mm-hmm. and it'll like get 100,000 views. Yeah. And I'm I think they like he liked the face.
0: They like the on face. TikTok.
1: And like we were just, I don't want to get ready. I don't yeah, don't no, wanna. it's
0: bad. I don't want to do that either. So. I went through a whole process more recently, like in trying to do my makeup and stuff when I know I'm going to take photos photos or something cuz i that's what i'm supposed to do like i have friends who are bloggers who literally every day Get ready. Put full glam makeup on. First of all, I don't know how to do full glam makeup. So no, that's this is the makeup one. I have on my face right now. It's all I know <laughs> yeah, how to do. Is if I'm at a club, if I'm going yes. to the mall, going to the grocery store, I have one look. Yes, I. What I do is I just don't put mascara on when I'm doing no makeup makeup, mm. and then I'll put mascara on this, and then this is that's my club look. Amazing. you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> so I just like that's why I like podcasting so much, and that's what always drew me to like also sharing more about food because like. You can just go enjoy yourself and you don't need to be cute. Don't but worry. social media loves the face in it. They love it. Maybe that's why that Emily America girl does so well is her face is in it. That's why she's crouching yeah. over like that. Because her that's, face is in it. We figured the it out. The people don't know this. <laughs> Get a clue. Y'all need to go watch Emily America. Shout out to my favorite yeah. TikTok foodie she's amazing. girl.
1: I keep tagging her on Instagram and she's not she responding. <laughs> <me. laughs>
0: she won't notice me yet. So that's cool. Okay. So you started your blog... You were working full time, mm-hmm. and when did this align with your engagement ending? Like, did were you working full time? Like, did everything kind of end at once? It, kind of, yeah. Like, you started a whole new life. <laughs> literally, <and> you moved. <laughs> okay, I literally did, and I was like just great. not realizing
1: it. Uh, yeah. Okay, so walk like, us
0: through that. It's so wild thinking about like the timeline.
1: Yeah, so we broke up in. May of 2019. And they, y'all were together for? For six years. Six years. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. So my my blog started doing really well and Mm -hmm. I was starting to think about taking it full time and it was almost like, I don't think that if I kept my same nine to five job, if I never had my blog, I would still be with him. I know that he's great. I love him to death, but I just it, it wasn't right, and I actually mm-hmm. like I I knew it for a while, but mm-hmm. I just like kept tricking myself into thinking it
0: was gonna be fine because yep. he's like such a doll. I um, have done that. And I've never really talked to anyone else who had a similar experience. It wasn't an engagement. This actually happened to me twice. Yeah, where I dated two guys, one in college and one like around college time, and then right after, that I knew the second guy I definitely knew. Like I wasn't super into, but he was. A good friend, kind of, and like just an amazing person. Didn't do anything wrong. Yeah, aren't I supposed to like this guy? And it was always like the guy I was supposed to like. And now when I look back at both of them, I'm like, they were fucking angels. Like, when does someone look at their ex boyfriend and be like, you know what? best guy ever Literally like never, I obsessed know. with him i hope he's genuinely happy Same, that's how i feel too <laughs> like i'm very happy for him but that's so rare that someone else has that to say about an ex
1: it's almost like worse like i was like it's, oh i wish he cheated on me and i could like dump I him know. and move on like i feel so bad i know but really good advice that i got was nice doesn't mean compatible yeah so that's kind of what I, when I heard that, I was like, okay, you're right. Yeah. Like, just cause he's really nice and treats me well, doesn't necessarily mean that we're meant to be together. And mm-hmm. it like is, a, I, my heart goes out to anyone that has to deal with that. Cause I it's know. so hard,
0: but I mistook it for sure. For like what could have been just like a really great friendship. Cause now obviously after you date someone, it's just kind of like, when yeah. they start dating someone else and you start dating someone else, like you're not going to be so friends kind of anymore. Weird. You yeah. know, like you'll be cordial and happy for each other, but you're not like, buds you know for sure and like if how we not had I not dated both of those guys either of them they were years apart too I did this back to back I'm like had I not dated them it probably would have been my friends yeah so it's important to remember yeah <laughs> you don't need to date the guys I, they were just such like husband like you know when you meet someone you're like wow he'd yes. be such a great dad and a husband that's literally what I thought about my ex and I was like <laughs> perfect let's slot him in right here he, yeah he fits the bill but you have to ask yourself do you want do you uh, want to have sex with him? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like that's what you should ask yourself. Yeah, or like, are you ready to have babies? Because yes. that might happen. That to might you happen really quickly with this man. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. So, anyways.
1: Um, okay. So yeah. So we um, broke up in like May of 2019, mm-hmm. and. He kicked me out and I lived with a friend <laughs> for like a month and then he left our apartment. So I lived in our apartment in San Diego as mm-hmm. a temporary thing because I was like, I think I want to move to LA. And my blog's doing really well. Yeah. And there was all always events in LA. Mm-hmm. And I was I caught myself like driving up here a lot. And it was kind of a place I always wanted to live. Yeah. And San Diego is a little sleepy. Like all my friends that live there have husbands and kids and mm-hmm. stuff, which is great. I think I wanted something a little more fast pace. Maybe in the mix. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So I moved to LA in January, 2020 and moved into this apartment and here I am.
0: (laughs) I can't believe you moved in January of 2020. I know. I I had like two months
1: of like normal life and it was so fun. Oh my God. I'm sure. Yeah. (laughs) And then everything shut down. But honestly... I'm like, I've loved it every second that I've lived here. There was definitely some like dark times in the pandemic um, where it was like a lot to be in LA Mm -hmm. because it was so strict, but my parents are in Orange County, so I like always right back and see them. But like, I have really good friends here and we all Mm kind of made it work. Yeah. But
0: I'm so happy to be here. I mean, it's just, LA is great. LA is wonderful. And I can't wait for it to bounce back in the way that I, so I've been here for five and a half years almost. And when I moved to L.A., I was having literally the best time. It's always sunny. The energy was amazing. And then obviously, years later, the pandemic. And I feel like to me, maybe it's also me moving downtown. I'm like further away from everything. It hasn't bounced back to the energy that L.A. normally has. You know what I mean? Which makes sense because everything's been closed. But like there's something about this city. It's similar, different than New York, but has like a similar unique vibe you know what I mean yeah so I can't wait for that to like all come out again and then you're gonna be living even your better life (laughs) it's gonna be so
1: great I know I seriously can't wait
0: (laughs) okay so you literally just changed your entire life yeah like there were some months in between there but like you started doing this full-time so you Mm -hmm. moved to LA and started it full-time like immediately yeah
1: as soon as i moved to la i was still i was working remotely still doing i was doing real estate before yeah so i was like a transaction coordinator so it's like doing all the paperwork Mm -hmm. but it was remote so so i was still doing that job but yeah january 2020 is when i was like full-time blog Mm -hmm. moving to la you made the commitment i fully made the commitment and I was like overly ready for it mm-hmm. though. I like waited way too long. Yes. I was like, was it
0: scary? I was like, no. No. I, knew I this waited was coming. way too long. <laughs> I was saved a terrified. Money. I literally came out of college and was like, Mom and Dad, I have a dream and I'm going to do it. And they were like, okay, we'll help you with rent. And it took me about eight months to make a full time salary yeah. out here. But like, I came out here with 10,000 followers. Oh my God. I didn't sleep. <laughs> yeah. I did not do anything else, but work for like at least three years. God, I know it's, but I loved it. Work. Yeah. And that's a beauty that we were, we were talking about at lunch and I was telling her about my last episode about how to be single and all this stuff. The beauty of being single is that I had all that time to put it in my work, which has mm-hmm. paid off enormously. Yeah. And the beauty of like you being single in that situation is like, you were just free. You were like, fuck it. I want to move to LA. And you just like did Just it. Did it. I know. That's and it's exactly hard to do what I that wanted. When you're seeing or when you're with someone, like mm-hmm. right now, I really love the idea of moving to New York City. Yeah. There's no reason for you to go to New York other than I just want to go there. And if I was fully single right now, I would move to New York City right now. Yeah. Like you're just free. Like it's just really, I love being in a relationship. I always have to say this when I talk about being single because it sounds like Joe listens to this and he's like, what the fuck? He's like, you okay? Do you want to be single? (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, no, I just like fantasize a little bit about it sometimes. Yeah, I think everyone does. It's really nice to feel. I mean, I fantasize
1: about being in a relationship. Yeah, we all
0: all do it. It's
1: so normal. (laughs) Yes.
0: You always want what you can have right exactly you just think about it like what I do if you know exactly do I want to be single no now that I know Joe exists I don't want to be single if Joe didn't exist I'd want to be single probably yeah (laughs) that's just I found the one that I like um but I was also talking to her about this because there's a lot of questions you guys had about kind of getting over a breakup in general and especially a breakup that was public Mm -hmm. you guys were together for a while and you were like engaged to this person which yeah. is like not married obviously but I feel like it's a step further than just like being sure. in a relationship yeah absolutely um, what is a some or what are some tips that you have for people maybe going through that or like yeah. who are thinking about going through that what's like what are some tips for how to get over that and kind of move on with your life so
1: my, so I have a couple tips if, like, you are the one to be breaking up with the person, mm-hmm. which is, I think, sometimes even harder yeah. than, like, being broken up with. It's an opinion. But anyway, yeah. what I did was before I did it, I was having really strong feelings, obviously, about wanting to make that choice and break mm-hmm. up with him. So I wrote down how I was feeling and how I wanted to feel. And I was clearly, like, looking back, like, just craving mm-hmm. independence and you know, being single and it makes you kind of feel more confident in that decision when you're like feeling sad or you miss that. And another thing that we were talking about at lunch, this is from Matthew McConaughey's book, Green Light, which is so good, but it's kind of the way I live my life and Peyton, you were saying you resonate. It's a quote and it says, life isn't about the choices that you make. It's about making the choice and then committing to it hundred percent. And that's kind of just how I live my life and it makes yeah. life so much so easier easy, yeah. when you're not constantly second guessing yourself. So I honestly like made the choice and just went hundred percent into it, to the other direction. Yeah. Um, I'm not going to say that like, I mean, still have, I have hard times thinking about it, but mm-hmm. for the most part, I was like, this is the choice that I made and it feels right. And I'm just going for it. Yeah. So, um, you have to just trust yourself and, as hard as it is, don't second guess yourself because,
0: you know. Just commit. Exactly. Commit. I think the journaling thing is really interesting because it really is like writing your future self a letter when you do have yeah. those moments of being like, I feel lonely. Like, I didn't feel lonely with him. And you look back and you're like, well, I felt all these other things I didn't want to feel either. Yeah. And I always talk about how loneliness I just, I, isn't I actually, a horrible thing. Yeah. It's okay to be alone and feel alone. Like, everyone should probably feel that in their life. You don't need to always be not lonely like exactly. it's okay I also think there's a certain avoidance people have for negative feelings or things we think are negative yeah so like they're like well how do I not feel bad about this how do I not you know have second thoughts how do I not do this it's just like you just do you yeah have them <laughs> yeah that's okay if you have them yeah it's exactly. gonna be fine but I think the journaling is really interesting because you can really like go back and like remember the the reasons why you left in the first place yeah But of course, I think at the end of the day, you're always going to look back at it and be like, you know, maybe things could have been different if not for five seconds, you know, just like a little bit of a, you're just, your brain does that. Exactly. It's not a horrible thing. Yeah. So moving forward, very important. There's a quote that I have. Let me get this out because it's one of my favorite quotes too, and it's very similar. Okay. So this reminded me of what you said about making the decision and not thinking twice about it. it. says, if you obsess over whether you're making the right decision, you're basically assuming that the universe will reward you for one thing and punish you for another. The universe has no fixed agenda. Once you make any decision it works around that decision, there's no right or wrong, only a series of possibilities that shift with each thought, feeling and action that you experience. I love so that. it's less like, do I break up with him? Do I not, you know, or does he break up with me? Does he not? It's more just like, if they do, that's just like, Just something that happens and then you got to keep on moving forward. Yes, exactly. (laughs) Or if you do, or if you want to. I also like that you say, we were talking about like your intuition Mm -hmm. and like trusting it. Yeah. And I'm not a religious person per se, but I'm very spiritual and I definitely believe in intuition. I think there's definitely something to it. Yeah. There's also... As a person with anxiety, sometimes it's hard for me to tell if it's my intuition or if it's my anxiety, which is like a whole different thing. (laughs) But lately I've been... I feel like intuition... Anxiety is a little more surface level for me than intuition is. Like... Anxiety is always telling me someone's going to kill me, which I live downtown. So as we're, we've discussed before, it <laughs> could happen. <laughs> people are getting shot all over the place all the time. Not funny, but does happen. <laughs> you got to joke about it when you live there because you're like, yeah, could have been me. Exactly. Like I could have been leaving. Someone got shot as, as at a CVS, which is like very close to my house. I had been there maybe two hours before. Three people got shot there like two I'm days ago. I'm scared for you. I'm like, and I walk around at night. But now these things are happening in broad daylight. So that's my anxiety. It's also kind of realistic sometimes. Yeah, I don't think that's anxiety. (laughs) That seems pretty real. Um, But my anxiety tells me one thing. My intuition just feels deeper. Mm -hmm. And like, it's that whole thing about trusting your gut and trusting yourself, as you've already said, Yeah, you know, trusting yourself that you're moving forward, you're just going to commit to something and do it. Mm -hmm. But having that very deep intuitive feeling, especially when you're in a relationship, yeah. Not the fleeting feelings of like me being like, oh, what would I do if I was single? I moved to New York and do whatever. That's different than like the intuitive feelings I had about my, you know, ex-relationships Absolutely. being like, this just isn't yeah. the right thing. And I was for a little while, honestly, sitting back on my heels being like, well, we'll just go through the motions until someone ends it. You know what yeah, I mean? For sure. Which just leaves you at this point this point of like being in between decisions rather than just like making a decision and moving forward with it.
1: Yeah. And I think like, as you get older, you realize how important time is. Mm-hmm. And that's like the one thing in life you can't get back. Yeah. Like you can always make more money. You can always, mm-hmm. you know, and it's like, I, not that I feel like I wasted my time, but if I'm like, if the second I knew something wasn't right, if I listened to my intuition, mm-hmm. I think things would be a lot different. Yeah. But we all have our path. And I think that where I'm at now in life, I'm so happy. And it's because I really listen to my intuition throughout yeah. every aspect of my life. And it's brought me so
0: much. Really? It, yeah. It brings me a lot of peace, honestly. Yeah. Even though it can be hard to make those big life-changing For like, sure. decisions. I think though also, I'm a Capricorn too. And we're kind of like a cold turkey, like cutoff kind yeah. of person. Like I'm the person that literally was like, you know, I'm. We're done. Or like when it came time to move to move to LA, like didn't even think about it too much. Honestly, it was just like I moved to LA. Yeah, that's where my intuition calls me, and I mm-hmm. just like didn't even realize that I'd moved to LA. I think until I was in LA, my parents left after they moved yeah. me in. And I was like, holy shit! Like I actually just did that. Like I, I didn't plan enough. <laughs> it was just it's, like fuck it. We're
1: very similar in that way. Where yeah, I was looking for houses, and someone mm-hmm. was like, "Oh, are you thinking about like are you going to move just back to San Diego?" Yeah. And I'm like, I haven't. That is like not even crossed my mind mm-hmm. because. I'm just like, I'm moving to LA. This is where I live now. Yes. I don't, this is where I I, I don't stay ever now. second guess myself. Yeah. Exactly. I'm just like, this is this is my life now. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I think that there's there's so many examples in my life that I could give for when my intuition has, you know, really guided about, me to yeah. where I'm at. But kind of like the story I told you earlier when mm-hmm. I was still doing my job is before I started my blog and I was offered a really amazing job. Mm-hmm like triple my salary. And I felt so wrong about it and looking and I
0: ended up not taking the job. Especially as a person who loves money. That I, means I love that money. You, yeah. <laughs> you really trusted your intuition. Yeah. There.
1: And I like, and I was like, anyway, it was just the weirdest situation of my life. Mm-hmm. I remember feeling so weird and so oh, horrible so. about taking this job. And it was such a normal thing. Mm-hmm. And I ended up staying at my job, you know, making shit money, and that's when I started my blog, and then you know that led me to where I'm at now. So it's kind of like you no, know, even when I'm going through hard times in my mm-hmm. life, where I feel like something's not right, or you know things are aren't going my way, I you always just have to like take a step back and be like, this is for mm-hmm. the best.
0: Yes, and it's also again that that thing that we're talking about of not taking things too seriously. Like yeah. I take money seriously. I take my job seriously. I also kind of look at my job as like, a. I I heard this quote once about using your, instead of like a step ladder, like people view their job as a ladder. Yeah, I view it as like a jungle gym because you can literally do whatever the fuck you want. So yeah. it's like jumping around to different things. Mm-hmm. So now you're here, work's going well. It's going great. You've been on one dating update. I've been you've on said. one dating update. Yeah. Are you going to try anymore?
1: You know, I think I, – I do scan the apps. Okay. I do. Um, I'm very picky.
0: Mm-hmm. What's And your type?
1: I love like a surfer, grungy boy. Okay. Um, but I don't really have a specific type. Mm-hmm. I will literally date anybody. I just like guys that are funny. Okay. So you kind of have a personality type. I really have physical. a personality type. Yeah. Okay. Not necessarily physical. But I am attracted to like, you know, a, like a Venice boy. Yeah. Okay. Not Like you cannot uh, – Guys that wear, like, tight ripped jeans and, yeah. like, that West Hollywood look are, like, not no, no, vibes. no, no, no. But I think I'll take the apps more seriously, like, when I'm, like, really looking for, like, you yeah. to settle down. Mm-hmm. I am not a girl to just go on a date to, like, get a free meal. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'd rather go on a podcast and get a free meal for mm-hmm. I'm Just
0: <laughs> Anyways. Um, <laughs> I'd rather go out and get free drinks from random people and, like, just be with my friends. I would that's rather just vibes. pay
1: for my own yeah, stuff. Like, I'm just, like... I have a lot of friends. I'm very social mm-hmm. and I love going out to dinners. I feel like we're yeah. somewhere that way where I would like, I'm like, I'm not going to spend my Thursday night mm-hmm. with a stranger Absolutely meeting up, like wearing a mask, yes. like it's like trying to figure getting, out who they are. Getting ready. Ugh, it's just so bad. Yeah. And I'm like, I would so much rather just hang out with my friends. Mm-hmm. So I am not a person to just go on a date to date. If you are, fantastic. I think that there. I know have some friends that like love just like going on dates yeah. and like they hang out with guys and they'll go on a couple dates and they'll move on. Mm-hmm. I am just not that type of person.
0: Like I want to be able to like commit. Yes. You know what I mean? So when I dated, I was very hot and cold. Like I would like literally my year in dating would look like this. Never dating anyone for mm-hmm. months. And I'd be like, you know what? I'm going to start using the apps. And I'd go on two dates, three dates in a week. Yeah. And then I'd be like, Every single guy, I would either get in the car with him, like get an Uber, or meet him at lunch and be like, it was always lunch dates too. I was like, immediately after seeing this man, Every single time, I'd be like, we're never dating. Like, yeah. we'll never actually date. And I'm sitting there, and I would make the most of the conversation. Yeah. And sometimes they would feel the vibe. Sometimes they'd be, like, a little bit annoying about it. But yeah. then, like, after that, I was exhausted after that week, oh. and I wouldn't date for the rest of the year. Yeah. That's how I dated.
1: <laughs> I know. It's so easy to know if you're going to, like – I know within the first five seconds of talking mm-hmm. to somebody if
0: I'm going to like them or not. Yes. And sometimes it's usually it was, not. like, <laughs> things that they said, and sometimes it was just – the vibe did yeah yeah the physical ch- chemistry was not there i i also as a capricorn i because i value money and like work so much mm-hmm. a lot of guys in la like don't know what they're doing a lot of the time with their yeah. jobs or they're like in the middle which is great like do your journey we don't need to date right now you totally. know what i mean maybe don't date when you're doing that <laughs> yeah
1: i i would say like i like not necessarily money but like if someone's passionate i always say like if you this is dramatic i probably whatever but like <laughs> if you work at mcdonald's and you're so passionate about flipping yes, burgers and yes. you know everything about it and you know yeah. how to fix the grill yeah, and yeah. make the
0: french fries the crispy as they are it. and you love it then like i'm attracted to mm-hmm. that and it's also motivating for you like it makes you it's just a good energy to be around yeah which i that's one thing i've loved about los angeles is you meet so many people who move here to like go for something for you know sure. what i mean for me There's a difference though in the guys that were going for something, and it was kind of becoming like a little bit of a pipe dream. For sure. So you can still make it something. You know what I mean? Like there's some people I was like, oh God, like I don't know if this is ever gonna work out. And then they made it, and I was like, oh shit, I was wrong. Yeah. But like there's some that you're like, not everyone's gonna make it, right? And like Mm -hmm. sometimes you just get a little bit older and you're doing these things, and I'm just like, are we okay? Is this this going anywhere? You don't want to be the one that down there doing it. So those aren't the ones I always appreciate that, but there was such a line between going for something and being really passionate about it and then also being realistic. And then that, Absolutely. those little spheres in the middle of that Venn diagram is where <laughs> I found the guys that I was interested in. Yeah,
1: I know. It's really hard, but um, yeah, I I'm not dating anybody mm-hmm. at all. I don't go on dates. I have, I've met a couple guys that... Like that, through friends and stuff? Yeah. Yeah. So I like... I've gone on a few dates. They're mm-hmm. always like friends of friends. That's what I used to
0: really like. And yeah. I would like talk to guys. Like there'd be like a guy that I was talking to, but I would keep him at an arm's length and yeah. be like, this is the guy I talk to when it's time to go out at night and I want to get excited about someone. And then yeah. like we'd go out and like hang out with his friends or something. Totally. But we, I was never like, let's go on dates and like, let's, you know, yeah. really see this through. But yeah. when I met Joe, I was like, well, obviously yeah. we didn't even go on dates. We literally just like hung out with friends. And then I was like. On trips with them. Yeah. See, that's how that like I just don't want to sit down and have a dinner mm-hmm. with somebody and like
1: spill wine on my shirt and like think about it to yeah. the next
0: point. <laughs> <laughs> and then stress out and then who's gonna touch each other next and yeah. like all that stuff.
1: But I think that's also like something to be said about just being really comfortable with yourself. Mm-hmm. It's something that I'm so happy. Like when I first was single, I definitely mm-hmm. like was talking to guys and like felt like, I needed to,
0: like, have somebody yeah. to talk to. Well, that was in your life for such a long time. Yeah. Like, you were, it's almost like you, that box got unchecked or erased yeah. and you're, you're, like, trying to fill it. But I
1: feel, like, so accomplished mm-hmm. now that I'm, like, genuinely, I'm not dating and talk, or talking to anybody and I'm so happy. Yeah. That's something that, like, I always, like, aspired to be mm-hmm. more than, like, a wife or a mom or whatever. Absolutely. That was kind of, like, my goal in life. Yes. And I didn't think I could ever be like that. I was the girl who's like, always in a relationship. Mm-hmm. So, I'm... Very happy about we it. We
0: switched places. Yeah. For sure. I was I definitely, like, my mom was always, like, showing me the movies of, like, the woman CEO who, like, took work too seriously and, like, what's never found love and I don't think that's really going to be me. Yeah. They were, like, <laughs> my mom was, like, do you see this? Like, you need to, like, love is everything. And now when I look back, I'm, like, honestly, like, that girl is kind of a badass. Yeah. And it's fine if I don't have love.
1: I think, yeah. And I think it's also, like, you can't, like, I'm really enjoying every moment of my alone time because... Mm-hmm. I, once you're like once you hit like your 30 mm-hmm. it's like you don't need to date someone mm-hmm. for five years to know that you're gonna get married to them exactly like, i I'm have thinking. a friend who met a guy and like they've been dating for like three months and they're yeah. like looking at rings and mm-hmm. it's like that's not that crazy to me no. you just know what you like and it'll all happen so fast mm-hmm. and next thing you know it's like this whole single life is gone so i'm like
0: I'm trying to like soak in every minute. I think about that all the time. That's something I've said before where on my like Saint living your best single life episode, I was like, it dawned on me years ago. Like I probably was 24 mm-hmm. when this happened. I was sitting in my, in this like hotel bed and I was like literally just like naked starfished out in the cold sheets. And I was like, I could feel lonely right now because I was like alone in a different city. And I was like, but someday there's going to be a man in this bed and I'm going to wish that I had in my own bed, mm-hmm. like, to just lay in and, like, be happy that way. Yeah. Also, I think that not taking anything too seriously, another thing that I do, and I think that you do this, too, is I've never taken men too seriously. Yeah. In my life. Sure. Like, I literally was just, like, they're just kind of, like, fun to, like, play with when I'm bored and when I'm not working. That's how I viewed men. So I actually took
1: someone too seriously, The like, recently mm-hmm. over the summer that I met. yeah, yeah and i'll never do it again Mm -hmm. and it was a learning experience (laughs) and it was somebody that i met Uh and like we had an amazing night together and like we like hit it off like this is insane. this is the one and then i didn't see him Mm -hmm. for like a month and a half and built him up in my head to be the most perfect person oh, and then met him and i was like oh my god you're just a regular fucking guy <laughs> like what was i thinking i'm
0: glad that you he didn't really do anything to you you're just like oh no, fuck you're not who I, I thought like, you were in oh my god, head.
1: like so that's some the lesson that I learned yeah. recently that was like so important. Like we can build people up in our heads at the end of the day, like mm-hmm. they're all just guys and they all like are a little bit gross. They're
0: gross, <laughs> they're annoying. You have to train them. I'm in the I'm in the middle of training right yeah. now. You can call it manipulating or you can call it training. <laughs> I call it training. <laughs> There's a lot going on there. One thing I learned about men for sure is that instead of like building them up in my head, because I've done that before with guys and then who they were. Even if it's like based on things that they actually did say, so yeah. sometimes it's like you meet them, you you have this chemistry with them, and you build it in your head, your perfect guy because the chemistry was so great. Mm-hmm. Or sometimes they just tell you bullshit to like fill conversation because yeah. they're awkward or something. Um, now and especially with Joe, I think the first thing because I I've, I've said a million times, I did not think I was going to date this man. Mm-hmm. I literally was like, we can have sex on the first night, sure. I don't see yeah. this going anywhere because I was just enjoying myself, but I also like didn't think too hard about him Mm -hmm. I also let him lead everything and did not try one time yeah (laughs) he made all the plans he did all the things like he made sure everything happened that he wanted to do which is how it should be which is how it should be and I didn't take anything too seriously I kind of was just like again not building him up at all in my head which was Mm -hmm. rare for me like this this unfolded the way it was supposed to because like I literally was just like whatever like I could take it or leave it and then he just like kept coming back and coming back so that's why I always say like after I hooked up with them we just never stopped talking and like yeah literally every day and that was just my relationship and now it's I think
1: that's a really good thing to say though because I think so many girls get caught up in like oh you know Should I kiss on a first date? Mm -hmm. My sister got mad at me the other day because a guy took me to dinner and I texted him after saying thanks for dinner. And apparently (laughs) that's the wrong thing to do. You're not supposed to because you already said thank you Mm -hmm. in person. And I'm like, okay. If he's not going to
0: date, if he doesn't like me anymore because (laughs) I said thank you for dinner, then like, uh, okay. Then then it's over. Well, there's a difference between, again, manipulating and like trying to get power in a relationship and then like actually just being yourself and figuring out if you like them and they like you because you're being yourself.
1: Yeah. I think that like at the end of the day, this is something, oh my God, this is something you said and I loved Mm -hmm. it so much. Like girls always try and act a certain way of like play hard to get. Yeah. And it's like, instead of trying to act like you're busy or whatever mm-hmm. like just be busy, just go be and, busy. Like, make plans and mm-hmm. you know honor your honor your time even mm-hmm. if you set aside time on tuesday night to like be alone and watch a movie and make yourself dinner and a guy asks you out like
0: you're busy yeah like, you're you busy know what i day. mean it's your priorities really it's like set yeah. your priorities for me men were never a priority yeah. to the point where like my friends were like peyton like you need to be in a relationship that you actually want to be in Yeah. One time before you're 30. One time. Like try to do it. You know what I mean? And I was like, I'm never, I'm never gonna, it's just not me. It's not my vibe, but we've switched completely. This is my whole point of that because I know I it's feel like traces. this is what always happens though. Like you start your blogging, influencing career in your one way. And the second you like make a stark transition, people get way more invested. Mm-hmm. So sometimes that's being in a relationship and becoming single and moving to LA. Yeah. And for me, it was being like the face of singledom my entire twenties up until 26. And then like all of a sudden being like, Oh fuck, like this is a whole different ride yeah. <laughs> that I'm on now and sharing that. I feel like people get really invested when you like yeah. switch up your story like that. Yeah. My friend Ella did something recently. She's been on the podcast. I was telling you Ella Rose. <laughs> um, she's a cute little fashion girl. Yeah. Her and I were talking about how her content's always been really good. It's always been very similar content, but she and her boyfriend, pretty publicly broke up and her like hot girl summer started and she just like took off. Yeah. Like blew up. Like is like the top seller for Revolve. Oh my God. Among everyone. And we have the same following size. So like not gigantic, but like people were just so engaged and involved in her life that they like wanted to do everything like her and be like her. Yeah. I think it's a very good work tool. Yeah, <laughs> I know. So I'm just trying to get, I'm like trying get dumped. I'm <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> right. But no, it's just... People just
1: like to see people like being happy and like yeah. those types of situations Doing something different. it's relatable. And they like the tea. They love the tea. They, they either love love or they love the tea. Yeah, I love both. Me too. Actually, no. I I I don't really love love. I think it like... Mm-hmm. I've never been like one of those girls that's like obsessed with people's like... I, I like Like it.
0: relationships. Yeah, yeah, but I'm not like... Honestly, everything. I couldn't care any less yeah. about other people's relationships. I think it's cute, and I like when I see people who are compatible with each other, and you can tell it's like yeah, super genuine. I think it's the cutest thing ever. Uh, other than that, I really don't care about anyone's relationship <laughs> and what they're doing I or know. their kids. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> I know. I think that's one thing I might. I probably won't share as a. As like I move forward in life, kids, kids. I was watching someone's gender reveal the other day, and I was like, "No shade to anyone who does this. Like, I think everyone does gender reveals. I don't think I'm that kind of person. I'm not a gender.
1: I'm not a gender reveal, reveal person, but I am an oversharer. Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna be like that mom that's like posting the shit diapers. Yeah. yeah.
0: I was wondering about pregnancy too. I was like, how much would I share during pregnancy? I, I would know. share everything because i I want like that brand partnership like, yeah. formula or whatever.
1: <laughs> you do money. make a ton of money from
0: kids, weddings and children. And
1: I want to like, I'm also food. So it's like, if I, I get so jealous of like these other mom bloggers mm-hmm. that are like, they get a deal with like a protein shake and the yes. kid like drinks it. It's like, yum. And like, it's so cute. And that's, I'm like, I have to fucking you don't have to like, get ready at all. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, I have to get makeup, go down to the yes, beach and like, yes. Oh
0: God. Ooh, maybe that'd be good. Good pregnancy content is just sharing food, pregnancy food. Yeah. That's like a, an baby, amazing It's like angle. a snack and it's so yeah. cute. I'm just like, even your cravings when you're yeah. pregnant. Like oh what weird shit am I eating today? I
1: have I have a lot of um, exciting <laughs> things so far yeah.
0: too. Yeah. <laughs> You've already planned this out. You're like, well, I'm saving this for a rainy day. Yeah. Okay. So we're going to talk some more about food because I was asking Carissa this while we were at lunch. Mm-hmm. I ordered my normal Zinkle bowl with no arugula because I hate greens and extra rice. And she was like, you hate vegetables, don't you? <laughs> it's like, yeah, I do. <laughs> so- how, what are ways that you incorporate vegetables for those of us who don't like it into your meals every single night?
1: Okay, so there's a couple things, routes we can go here. Okay. So, I love like a green smoothie in the morning. Mm-hmm. And I also have like a greens powder that I use. Okay. And I love like kind of getting it out of the way in the morning. Yeah. Because I do like vegetables. There's certain ways you can make them taste good, but like mm-hmm. I'm not one of those people that's like, ooh, extra veggies. <laughs> yeah, like, you know, love like that. there's, yeah. I feel like they're lying. Mm-hmm. Um, one of my friends genuinely like her favorite food is broccoli. And I'm like, you're, there's something wrong. Ugh. And she's not lying either. She yeah. loves it. But anyway, so. Smoothies is great. Like, just Mm -hmm. shoving a ton of spinach into your smoothie in the morning is great. I think everyone knows that. And then also, like, whenever I'm making a meal, I try and, like, make the base greens. Okay. Got it. Like – And if you don't like like arugula, like the the, like raw green, you can like saute some spinach or some kale Mm -hmm. and like put that at the bottom of your bowl if you're making like even like pasta or like, you know, and just like putting it at the bottom or if it's like a grain bowl or something Mm -hmm. like that, kind of just like hiding it down there Mm -hmm. and like eventually you'll just eat it. I
0: feel like I need to find, I've been thinking about this a lot, Mm -hmm. mostly because Joe has been thinking about it because he eats vegetables all the time and Mm -hmm. he's like, you need, one, you need a poop. He's like, I don't know how you're pooping at all like you literally are eating rice (laughs) and protein every day and then sugar that's my (laughs) that's what I eat all day so and tomatoes I love tomatoes and then also some fruit but he's like we need to just like get good seasoning like that you like and then like air fry vegetables or just like roast them and always have them on hand and like only get the ones you want because there's so many I don't like like I don't like greens okay but i like like broccoli like brussels okay. sprouts can be made the so, way that i like i mean cheese is like your best friend. yeah, yeah it's not
1: yeah. to be a lot but like mm-hmm. broccoli with like a little bit of cheddar on top mm-hmm. like it's just so good yeah I mean, that's gonna like get you to eat vegetables and like okay. great but also i think that everyone's body is different mm-hmm. and i mean for me like when i'm eating a lot of vegetables and like I'm like healthy. Like I'm yeah. like so bloated, and like it's really hard on your digestive system. Yes. So if it's like,
0: this is the information I like to hear. Yeah. He you <laughs> I'm like, actually, vegetables are pretty difficult to eat. They're good for you, they're but hard on your digestive
1: system. Honestly, like, if what you're like, if you, this is my theory on mm-hmm. on eating and food. Maybe try and throw in some vegetables and like see how it makes you feel. If you feel so much better, then mm-hmm. you're gonna naturally start craving them more and want to eat them more. But if they don't make you feel good, then like, just then don't eat it. You know what I mean? Like maybe try and find a greens powder that you like, make sure you're getting enough nutrients. But I, my whole theory is that so many people are looking for to others for advice. Like you hear someone that like stopped eating dairy and their skin cleared up and it's like, okay, if I stopped eating dairy, I would feel and look exactly the same. So I think that, people really just like lost the art of tuning in to their bodies mm-hmm. and, you know, listening to what you eat makes yes. you feel. So if like what you're eating gives you energy throughout your day to, and like you feel good and you're mm-hmm. recording your podcast and you're running around town, like then
0: just eat what you're eating. Is that considered intuitive eating? Or I is intuitive th- eating like like that plus like eating like when you want and like not paying attention to calories? No, I
1: think that's intuitive eating. Okay. But I'm not like – I think that people get so crazy labeling every yeah, yeah, every yeah. single thing too. Mm-hmm. Where it's like maybe that maybe I just described intuitive eating. I don't really look into
0: those. I think that we we make everything a fad. So like everything, people make <laughs> again, don't take it, if we take everything so seriously, don't take and it so like, seriously intuitive eating because that's what I see on YouTube all the time is intuitive eating, so I would assume yeah. I've assumed that's what I do because that's yeah. another question I get asked a lot about is my diet and stuff and first of all when I actually say my diet, no one believes me because I, my family has a lot of problems. We have a lot of mental problems. Okay. We have a lot of anxiety. We have a lot of depression. The one thing we don't have is a bad metabolism. Okay. We have a great metabolism. So I eat like shit and Mm -hmm. most of the time nothing happens to me. So when I say my diet allowed to people they're literally like this girl's bullshit like it's another girl who's kind of thin on the internet being like i just eat like mcdonald's nuggets every day well i don't do that but like no i know nothing would happen to me if i did not do that i'd probably feel like ass but mm-hmm. like you know, you whatever. Wouldn't get I wouldn't probably. That's what my sister is too. My sister is like shit. She's yeah. just so skinny. You just stay small. I hate to believe that it's true. <laughs> yeah. but it is. <laughs> I, I, um, so that's one, one of my biggest questions is something like diet and exercise. And I think that I will go through phases, kind of like the dating thing where I'm like healthier for a little while mm-hmm. and I'm working out more and then I'll like, COVID happened and I didn't work out for like a, a literal year and I yeah. ate like shit the whole time. Mm-hmm. But I listen to my body most of the time. Yeah. A good, that's a really good point to make because I haven't had anyone directly express that to me, especially not on this podcast. That like you just kind of have to like trust your own gauge on your own body and figure yeah. out what works best for you when it comes to your
1: yeah diet. Because no one on the internet
0: knows how you should eat. Yeah. At the end of the day. I've also noticed that with exercise. Because mm-hmm. I was trying to do so many different exercises because everyone was doing, you know, there's the boxing, there's cycling, there's HIIT oh workouts, so there's CrossFit, lifting. So I started doing Reformer Pilates. That's the best. And I, I just like kept doing, I did some cycling, I did boxing. And I've noticed that I like just love Reformer Pilates. And mm-hmm. it's been so much easier to stick to a workout routine when I just like, my body likes it. I like it. So it's really the same with with food. Totally. And that's why I like what your recipes do. It kind of comes full circle here, like... They're easy to make. They're with ingredients that I usually like. Yeah. And it makes it so much easier when you don't put too much pressure on, you know, going to Whole Foods and getting the exact right, like totally. weird freaking ingredient that you yeah. know, enter weird ingredient here. Yeah. Nutritional yeast, maybe. Well. That's <laughs> not my I vibes. Can't do. I've tried. It tastes like shit. I've tried.
1: Yeah. Is something about it. When I'm eating it, I'm like, oh, this isn't bad. And then after, when I think about it, it literally makes
0: me throw out. It grosses me out. Yeah. You're right. You're right. A lot of that stuff does, though. A lot of vegan stuff grosses me out, which is why it's been really hard for me to, like, do more plant-based. Because I'm just like... Oh, God. Vegan stuff. I can't. It makes my stomach hurt. Like, grassy
1: Madre. every time I've ever gone there... Yes. I, I to I get the worst
0: stomachache. That and Cafe Gratitude. Oh, God. When I first moved to LA, I was like, I'm going to be healthy. I'm going to do this vegan thing I don't know if it's because it's hard on your stomach, or if it because it like it makes you have diarrhea. Like I'm literally like, I was for like, me, I would get like
1: the most <laughs> painful gas. Like my stomach hurts so bad. <laughs> yeah.
0: So when everything is plant based. It's not. that's not good either. So yeah. moderation. But some to people yourself. love it. So again, yeah. just listen, just to, listen yourself. to yourself. Yes. Okay, that's that's good advice for everyone. Okay, so what are some of your favorite meals you're making lately? I'm sure we can see them on your Instagram. But, yeah. Okay soup.
1: I love mm-hmm. soup. <laughs> like It's like soup season right now. Yeah. Okay. And like my audience loves it too. Like mm-hmm. I did a question box on Sunday. Like what should I, what do you guys want to see me making? Like so many people were like just soup. Like okay. people are obsessed with it. I, I saw oh, your grilled cheese and tomato soup oh, combo. So good. That's definitely my favorite That's, too. And that soup is so easy to make mm-hmm. too. And every, it's just super simple. Yeah. But yeah, that was incredible. But yeah, I love soup and I love a good like grain bowl. Okay. You know, I have a copycat Zinc. Uh bowl on my blog i think i've seen that yeah yeah it's that's like my go-to okay it's so easy to make i make like that spicy mayo and put it mm-hmm. on top and it's great so i love a good bowl i have a really good like fall harvest bowl that i made yeah i mean like a, a sage vinaigrette
0: on top i feel like the grain bowls are so easy or like a, so almost like easy. a stir fry vibe yeah when i first was in college and part of the things i was i was talking about in my blog when i first started it my first post ever was a recipe i love that and it was like like the photos oh you- i was this was five years ago i it was in low light it no. was like meatballs <laughs> so my on my newsletter <laughs> on my email mm-hmm. list
1: i just sent out my like a bunch of pictures when i first started mm-hmm. uh, like it doesn't I, look I posted time. a smoothie that was
0: gray In <laughs> <laughs> like bad lighting like, and, like why literally great. I think that that was going to work out for me. You got to uh, start somewhere. Oh my god. You got to start somewhere. It's embarrassing. god. So I wish I could pull up my old blog but it it's gone away now because it's I signed up for like wordpress.org when I got better at it so it's literally like gone forever but it was one of those free wordpress.com themes that was like eight different colors and all pastels with like a little like oh weird god. flag banner that said like my name on it it was just bad oh I also hid it from everyone when I started my blog I didn't tell anyone I know I was, I was just so trying to use too. it as a resume and then my friend found it and was genuinely like my nicest friend was like so proud of it she was like oh my god this is so cool and shared it to her Facebook oh. and then everyone found out I had a blog <laughs> which is honestly probably one of the best things that's ever happened to me because yeah. it really forced me to like Again, commit or like just not yeah. do it at all. Um, okay, so we have soups, we have grain bowls. Those are your two faves?
1: Soups, grain bowls, and I I'm saw not, this
0: spaghetti squash boat. I made that
1: last night. Love really spaghetti good. squash. I'm not a big baker, so I like don't really do many um, sweets. But mm-hmm. I will say, like getting into fall, like I love doing. Like, a th- I do a Thanksgiving menu. Mm-hmm. I'm more, like, I'm a sides gal, so I do, okay. like, a bunch of sides for Thanksgiving and, like, good appetizers to bring to potlucks and stuff like yeah. that. Yeah, that's good the... to know
0: for Thanksgiving.
1: Yeah. And then... Because
0: everyone's always bringing the most unhealthy stuff to Thanksgiving. Yeah. I always I have feel some like good about it. I have some, like, lightened up yeah. uh,
1: Thanksgiving sides and
0: stuff like that. I also like that you... It's, like, realistically lighter, so you don't take out all the flavor and make it, like, yeah. so boring, but you just, like, it's realistic. Exactly. I think that's that's one word I would use to describe a lot of your food content. That's
1: literally the word. Yeah, that's the word I tend to gravitate towards.
0: Stuff that it's not stuff that the average person can't Mm -hmm. or will not want to make. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Okay, so another question I have for you. We'll do two more. Okay. You can think on this for a second too. What are some of your favorite restaurants in LA?
1: Okay, this is very basic, but I love Elefante and everyone knows that because I go I there all the time.
0: Live for Elefante. It's just understandable.
1: Not that it's like a vibe and like sceney. Mm-hmm. It's just like everyone's always having a really good time when they're there, which I love. And the food is so good. It is. The whipped eggplant, obviously. Obviously. So good. Did you make
0: it you made a recipe? I made a back. remake yeah, I and saw it's that.
1: bomb. And they their calamari there is just incredible, really great good. pizzas. So that's one of my go to spots in Santa Monica. View mm-hmm. of the ocean, just yeah. amazing. I also love Angelini. It's in West Hollywood. I never been. Really good Italian food. Okay. Like the best Italian food I've ever had. Very authentic. Oh, yeah. Bavel or Bovel, however you mm-hmm. pronounce it. It's a sister restaurant of Bestia. Okay. But it's like, mediterranean middle eastern vibes have you so been to bestia before good. i have not been to Bestia. Me neither. We
0: oh we should not, go we gotta go yeah we
1: should go but we have to go <laughs> it's supposed to be the best italian food ever but yeah i need to go it's mm-hmm. like number one on my list but um it's so good they do like fresh breads and like different like dips they have a really I good i a
0: hoe for a bread and some kind S- of spread on it same whether it's the pita bread and the whipped eggplant from alafonte yeah. just thing. so easy and also homemade bread there's, There's just nothing, nothing better, better than but,
1: that. But why? Does it doesn't taste don't like
0: it. It makes me so mad. It's just warm.
1: I know. It feels like a hug. Okay. I also love Hatchet Hall.
0: Okay. i never been.
1: It's really underrated. Is it breakfast? No. It's dinner. And okay. literally nobody talks about it. And it's so weird to me because it's one of my... It's probably like... It's definitely the top three favorite okay. restaurants in LA. And it's, I don't know, they don't take reservations. It's walking only. Mm-hmm. So that might have something to do with it. Where is it? Mar Vista.
0: Okay. It's That's incredible. probably why. Because I feel like there's like the West Hollywood spots You're right. and like. Kind of a random location. The only places anyone goes downtown, like literally, are Bestia and nothing else. Yeah. So you kind of venture. Um, I love John and Vinny's. Me too.
1: It's just a classic. Yeah. It's so good. And. I'll give you one more. Tony in Malibu is so good. It's like Greek
0: food. Wait, yes. I've been there before. So good. So good. And I
1: just love um, Great White and Gran Blanco. Yes. So they're like sister restaurants. Mm-hmm. So Great White, great for breakfast burrito, brunch. That's what everyone says. They also have really good dinner. Okay. Um, but Gran Blanco is just like such a vibe. I rented I it out for my there. birthday. You did? Yeah. Okay, I need to go there. I should come. We'll wait. That's... <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> But yeah, it's okay. the best. So I have a blog post though. If you go on my okay. blog and just yes. type in restaurants, mm-hmm. I have like a whole
0: Southern California list. So like San Diego, LA, Orange County, Palm Springs. That's one of the biggest questions I get asked. And I'm always like, listen, guides exist already. Like I can't, I'm not going to sit here and I'll forget half of them the yeah. second someone asks me. I have, like, so a go very to her comprehensive list. blog post about it. I'll link it, maybe. Okay. I'll link your blog in, like, the show notes anyway, so you okay. guys can see everything there. I'll link everything there. Okay, so the last question I have for you. Okay. These are and you, can have, you can have multiple answers. Okay. <laughs> what is your death row meal? Oh, okay. Uh, so I have a couple answers. Okay, you can answer. So, you can have a feast, a death row feast.
1: Um, The chicken sandwich from Honor Bar. Okay. Have you had that? Mm-hmm. Or, like, R&D Kitchen? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's... Very so good, good. <laughs> it's so good. so good I, I know something about the bre- it they make the bread fresh mm-hmm. it's one of my favorite things ever the whipped egg- eggplant from alafonte is one um. of those things that just mm-hmm. is so incredible this is so basic but i love in and out
0: okay do you yep. why do you why'd you give a weird look no, I give a weird look. Joe eats In-N-Out for every single meal. Oh, so it's not like special. Well, everyone eats In-N-Out all the time, but I like a classic like that because my half of my death row meals are literally like, like Chick-fil-A. St- not Chick-fil-A exactly, but like that kind of meal. Yeah, like would. we have a really shitty fried chicken place in Texas called Chicken Express. Mm-hmm. When I say shitty, I mean like I know what you it mean. could be chicken. It could be something else. I don't really know what it is. Yeah, but it's so fucking good and you dip it in the mashed potatoes that like again Ugh. these aren't like Wolfgang puck mashed potatoes they're literally like like from a bag they are <laughs> <laughs> and they're so good so i love that you have something like that in there because i have like carbone pasta you gotta you gotta go i know and then chicken express like, yeah my that chicken tender dipped into the mashed potatoes oh and the sweet tea it has i mean it has to have a tea half half sugar in it like it's <laughs> say grams of horrible sugar. <laughs> for you maybe more honestly it's so bad for you oh my God. Uh, but no joe eats in and out for literally every meal we just went to palm springs like this last weekend mm-hmm. to see his grandma for like the day yeah and he we got yeah. it on the way there it made me sick i feel like red meat kind of makes me sick nowadays because i don't eat it as much yeah but definitely will i had like a double double too and i like had a ton of fries and, like, their grilled cheese is really good i know that's what he no said i was like awful.
1: Do I want to do that though? Like, I ordered I, that for the longest time. That was my regular really? cheese. Yeah. Okay. Now so. I just get a regular cheeseburger, but I don't get it very often. Mm-hmm. So you it's one save of those. it. Yeah, yeah, I save it, so I don't really eat it very often. So mm-hmm. that would definitely be on my list.
0: Joe wanted to get love it on my back from Palm Springs too, though. He likes it like that. So whenever someone says in and out, I'm like PTSD. Yeah, you're like <laughs> I, I eat it all the time. <laughs> I won't eat it anymore. Yeah. Okay. Classic in and out. Okay. I think those are That's oh, it. and like I love ribs. Really? Yeah. I've never had good ribs before. Shut up. And I'm from Texas. Okay, do you
1: want to know where it has the best ribs? And it's so random. Where? Delilah. I could see that though. Yeah. They have a really good burger.
0: Really makes sense to me.
1: Yeah. Um,
0: Delilah is like a very like clubby spot in West Hollywood. Yeah, yeah. Um, I just went to this last weekend for the first time in a year, maybe. Yeah. It's been a while very clubby
1: yeah it's it's the kind of the scene of la that i'm not necessarily very into see like Katie i and i met drake when we were there
0: okay everyone's <laughs> always there he's always there but we were there and it was me and joe and like some of his friends that were in town because they're all from northern california it's pretty easy for them to come down so we were in delilah joe had to buy a table because like at first it was just me and him going and then meeting up with friends and stuff. He's like, fine, I'll buy a table. So we get like the tiniest little table that's left like in the corner away from all the happenings. Right. And they're like, yeah, we can um, let you in to a bigger table once like people leave. Mm -hmm. So we're like sick. We'll sit here for a little while. And then we'll, you know, go to the table behind us. that's much bigger. So at first they're like, Hey, we're moving you over there. Like, you know, whatever. And then they, all the workers disappear and they sit someone else behind us and we're like, what the fuck's going on? Like, that's kind of rude, right? Yeah. When we look back, it's, they're like, it's Jack Dorsey, which he's like the founder of Twitter or something. Uh-huh. And like, he took the spot from us, and we were like, well, okay, fine. <laughs> we were going to, and then we were like, fuck, he's like probably a gazillionaire. Yeah. But that's the interesting thing about Delilah is like, one, I didn't would not know who that was, but everyone sitting somewhere is like either a, a club promoter and some kind of club girl, yes. or like Jack Dorsey, or like, Drake, yeah, and it's so dark in there you can't see anything. I know my roommate went there. I think it was her first time going there, and I was like, "Let's walk around." She's single. I'm like, "Let's just like get the vibes," and we literally could not see no one single person. It's just like that's not where I'm going to meet my future husband. Probably not, (laughs) unless it's Drake. Yeah, unless it's Drake, but which he's allowed. He's allowed to be a future husband. Yeah, a lot of men. Okay, cool. We love that death row meal. I have a bunch. I'm definitely a fried chicken person. I, I also love make- cheesecake, and I okay. love pasta. Those are my favorite. Just like comfort. Oh my god! Also, potato soup, like loaded potato soup. Oh my god, that's so random. Is my one of my favorite things. I have a recipe. Oh my god, I need one. It has like cauliflower a, like in it. That you can't up. tell. Yes, I was actually going to ask you that. Yeah, you. I'm speaking tell. about potato soup. Love. All right, so we are done. We've asked her all the questions. <laughs> This interview is like, yeah, it's going to be like an hour and 30 minutes long. Um, okay. So tell us where to find you on the internet. Okay. So you can find me on Instagram at
1: Brock And then you can give me a follow on TikTok. Trying my best over there. <laughs> and then if you are not a social media person, I have a website, BrockYourBody.com. And I send out a newsletter twice a month. And
0: that's it. All right, well, thank you. Thanks for having me. Mm-hmm. All right. So that's our chat with Carissa. Like I said, I will leave all of her information in the show notes, or you can just go search her Brock, your body, B-R-O-C-C, your body. I already had Joe go through all of the recipes and like flag the ones that he likes. She is an in and out girl. So he already feels like a kinship with her (laughs) and we, him and I love cooking together. So I'm really pumped to try out more of her recipes. Definitely going to be doing the grilled cheese and tomato soup for sure. As per usual, you guys can find me on Instagram at Peyton Sarton also will be linked in the show notes on Instagram also for the podcast is at NTS pod. There's note to self pod on uh, TikTok as well. And then my personal TikTok as well. So that's pretty much all the self promo that I need to do. Also make sure you're following wear full disclosure for the new colorways of the shorts. I'm pumped for y'all to have these uh, in the fall colors and make sure to take some time to rate and review. If you love this podcast on uh, Spotify, you can just click following. That's kind of how you subscribe. Make sure you subscribe on Apple podcast, subscribe on both, you know, rate, review, subscribe on everything you can possible. All right. And I love reading their reviews. I go through probably like once a week and see like if there's any new reviews. Some weeks there's less than others, but I just love reading them. They're so, they just feel so pure, you know, like it just feels so (laughs) kind and just happy in this world of just like, bad things sometimes it just gives me a lot of happiness so thank you guys so much for doing that and if you haven't done it already and you have a couple seconds please go do that and that's it for this week I cannot wait to be back next week you can always 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 comment on my instagram for note to self or comment on TikTok for note to self and, uh, share some suggestions for things that you want me to talk about guests you want me to have, et cetera. And I'm very, I'm pretty responsive to that. I'll see even maybe I won't like actually respond to the message, but I will definitely, um, like try to figure out a way to make that episode happen for you. Anyways, now I'm just rambling. So, you know what, I'll just talk to y'all next week. (laughs) Bye.